Hey there. Did you guys know for his scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Charlie Sheen actually stayed awake for 48 hours to give him the desired wasted look? Did you also know that on the original DVD version of Dodgeball, there's an alternate ending in which Ben Stiller's White Goodman actually connects the ball with Vince Vaughn's face and the film ends with the Cobras winning? Did you also know that we have a Patreon and a YouTube channel? That's right, we're actually on YouTube now. Not every episode's on there quite yet, but we are systematically working to add all of our previous episodes as quickly as we can. If you guys want to support us, we'd love you forever. You can find the links to the supports for the website, the Patreon, and the YouTube in our links below and the episode descriptions. But honestly, for now, I really just hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, every time that I start to get buzzed, I ask people if they think KFC is still open and no one gets it. It's, it makes me so sad. <laughs> I once spent a pretty extended period of time in a closed Wendy's drive through. I love you. For a hamburger. <laughs> we were so fucked up. We were coming back from a concert, like, and we're at this closed Wendy's in New Hampshire where like everything closed. It was like New Hampshire in the early 2000s everything is closed at like 7 p.m yeah and we're outside this wendy's and i'm like wendy's i swear to god i was like i have something like please tell me you're in there <laughs> we still laugh about that like, sometimes we're like remember that wendy's we were at for like a half an hour and i'm like yes <laughs> please wendy's let's give them a good news we got one Hooray, we're starting. <laughs> I have so many things in the room of requirement that are just about actors from this movie, but... Which I haven't Whatever. read, and Christina Applegate's the only person in this that I know. Dude, okay, if we're going to start anywhere on this episode, we're going to start with Christina Applegate, because holy shit, she is a fucking smoke yeah, show. Yeah, she's amazing in this. She's, Dude. The fashion, like the, that like yeah. late 80s coming of the 90s fashion in this movie is like unbelievable, mm. like... She reminds me a lot of Cher and Clueless. Like she has a, like, mm-hmm. she's like a very much a so. little bit less ditzy. You know, it's a little bit less, uh, not even ditzy. It's just a little. This movie's less camp than Clueless is. Yeah, she's more like the typical I don't give a shit teenager, like just want to be a teenager, teenager kind of thing. Yeah, Cher was like a different vibe. It was more campy. Yeah, the fashion yeah. Is, is similar. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's gorgeous, and I had no clue that that was her when I first started watching this. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's Christina Applegate. Right. And holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. But anyway, hi, guys. Welcome back. We've been on a break for a little bit um, because it's fucking crazy hot out, and we've all had things going on. Mostly because of my nonsense. I don't seem to be able to hold my shit down long enough to. That's not true. I have things going on. I have a life, too, guys. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I wasn't here because I have a life. I wasn't here because things kept going wrong for me. (laughs) That's true. I've had a lot of trauma. Mm. That's okay. Okay, uh, Yeah, maybe I don't have a life if I don't have that kind of shit going on. You have great, you just don't have like an explicable bad luck. Yeah. Um, All right. But so anyway, due to a bad luck streak and some bullshit, we've been away. (laughs) But we're here um, and we're back to some crazy shit. Yeah, we're back to another request the timeline, which god damn it. This I love doing these, you guys, because like it's Christina Applegate. Like that's all I'm gonna be saying this whole episode. Like, you guys don't understand. When I first saw her, I was like, God damn it. She's so fucking hot. <laughs> She's great like, in this too. She is really good in this. Like her not being able to use the computer in the beginning, or like when she first gets there, is the most like boomer thing I've ever seen in my life. Even though she's totally not a boomer. Even though she wasn't a boomer, yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, she and like I, I was sitting there. I'm like, don't just keep hitting the space bar. What are you fucking doing? Like. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're here for uh, from her request from Michael. Which thank you so much for this request, Michael, because I had never seen this movie and would never have thought to do it. And like. This was so much fun. And I had to pause. I Requisite plug for the thing Lindsay's watching. I had to pause my Good Omens watch to do this movie and wasn't sorry about it, which says a lot because 
Yeah. There's only one thing I care about right now, and it's Good Omens. Um, everyone should be watching so that we get a season three. Scott's watching. I, I want you all to know that I finally have listened to Lindsay and watched one of the shows that she has told me to watch. Obviously, I've watched them like majority of the stuff she's told me to watch is never on time. Um. <laughs> you know like years later but i watched the entire first season of good omens in one day because i love that show so good no season two was amazing uh-uh. and it ruined my life and everyone should watch good omens oh my god but i know I she's trying that. to ruin my life by making me no, watch it you, i it's you will not you could not in a million years be prepared for the ending of season two of good omens like i am ruined but so everybody should watch that so that we get a season three, because otherwise I don't know what I'm going to do. But I did happily pause it to watch Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead uh, from 1991. And thank you, Michael, because this was like some crazy shit. So I was really here for this, even though it was not well received by anyone. Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's yeah. it was great. I kind of don't get. Well, I guess I do get why. I don't know. We're going to talk about it. Um, I think it's like one of the reviewers wrote that it's it's in this era of the kids are on the loose type movies uh, in the shadow of Home Alone. Yeah. And all and everything that came out in the 80s. Right. Yeah. And people were just starting to get burnt out by this stuff. And also it's Mm -hmm. just like it's a lunatic level premise for a movie. Yes. Like it just holy shit, man. It's unhinged from start to finish. Call, why would your first thought not immediately be call 911? Like, why did you not? Why would any of those kids think that they killed the old lady? I or don't just, get that. It, it's just unreal. It's like the fact that that's not the plot in the movie. It's just like a thing that happens. Like, it's. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It is. Um, but yeah, so we're here for Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Um, thank you, Michael, yet again. Uh, directed by Stephen Herrick. It was written by Neil Landau and Tara Eisen. And it stars, you might have guessed this already, Christina Applegate, uh, Joanna Cassidy, and John Getz, as well as minor roles from uh, David Duchovny and Keith Coogan. Although her Keith Coogan is her brother, Kenny, and he's pretty fucking hilarious in this movie. And he is kind of like always around. So I don't know if that's like as small of a role, but he's like second in command. Yeah. Who did David Duchovny play? David Duchovny is the receptionist's uh, friend in the office that helps her try to prove that swell is not who she says she is. Oh, yeah. Funny. What is this movie about? Well, let me tell you, Scott. <laughs> Left alone for the entire summer with legit some random old lady, five siblings who have no last name uh, must band together and learn how to adult when said random old lady drops dead out of literally nowhere. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, that's the plot. Uh, they don't report it to anyone. They don't tell their mom. The eldest daughter literally goes and gets a job to take care of the family and then plot ensues. And it, it is truly unhinged. Like, that's it's just... <laughs> What the fuck? That's like, literally what it this is. This movie's insane. Yeah, it's completely insane. So, just to let you guys know too, this is one of my my uh, room requirement things. But because Lindsay said it, who they don't have last names, uh, their mom is never named in this entire movie. She does no, not have a name at all. She's just mom. Like I, I couldn't even find a name to say like the what the whatever siblings. Like they are just five crazy kids. It's just um, five insane kids and a dog named Elvis. Had you seen this before? I have. Um, I hadn't seen it in a long time, but I did. It was. It's such an insane plot that I remembered this as soon as I was like, "Oh fuck, I have to watch." Um, Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. And I was telling Chris about it the other night when he and I were talking, and he's like, "What the fuck is that?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, dude, let me tell you." And it was right before I had watched it, and I was like, "I'm pretty sure that's the plot." And I looked it up. And I'm like, "Dude, I just said the plot like word for word, like perfectly, like down it's very to very straightforward. It's not complex." It's super insane. Um, but yeah, so inexplicably, we can find this on Max. 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 Yeah, it is, though. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. It's the first time like, in a while that we've just had something there loaded up and ready for us. No part of me thought that this would just be streaming. Like, what no. the fuck is this doing on HBO? It's, I, it's unbelievable. Yeah. The stuff that, honestly, Warner Brothers, what are you doing? I What's thought I was going to have to get a VPN for like Saudi Arabia to be able to stream this from some yeah, like fucking the fuck is happening on yeah. 
over there at Warner Entertainment or whatever the fuck they're called, Discovery Warner or whatever they're calling themselves. Now. Who even knows anymore? I, I no know. one has the name that I grew up with anymore. So fucking, I don't. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So that's a thing. So let's let's go to the timeline yet again. Yes, once more into the breach of 1991. So we're backing yep. up. We got Miss Minutes out to go back to 91. Oh, who's excited for Loki? Ooh, Loki too. He is. Yep. Yay. Yay, Loki too. We're actually coming back on a pretty good like week. We've got some awesome stuff this week. We got oh, the Loki so two trailer. Yeah. Loki two trailer. Good Omens is out. The Witcher was really good. Witcher Wheel of really Time good. starts in a month. Everybody. Gets Barbenheimer started. was last weekend. Oh, it's two weeks ago actually. You know I couldn't get tickets. Literally, really? it was sold out. I could yeah. not get tickets, to, and then and then drama ensued during this week, mm. and I haven't like wanted to go out. But I'll True. It out. I just I, honestly, I want to see Barbie more than I want to see Oppenheimer. Me too. I'm trying to get Barbie tickets, the, but everybody go watch Good Omens and let your heart be ripped out. Of your, <laughs> I just I can't even stand it. I'm like not okay. Um. All right. So it's 1991. Operation Desert Storm forces Iraqi troops out of Kuwait. Jeffrey Dahmer is arrested. Apartheid is dismantled. And Rodney King's arrest captures police brutality on film, and those riots took place later in 1992. This is kind of a big year. Yeah, it's not a great start to the decade. Let me tell you what. I tell he hit. What was not going on was the ratings for this movie. <laughs> Dude, okay, this seems to be a theme, by the way, with our request the timeline movies that these movies were trash when they first came out, and then the world was like, no, but it's actually it's pretty it's a pretty dope movie and develops like a cult following. Rotten Tomatoes Tomato Meter has Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead at thirty five percent, which is the lowest we've had in absolutely. It might well, actually ever. be the lowest we've had. Yeah, yeah, that's low. That's that's poor. That's ridiculous, dude. That's like yeah. you should probably ask for extra credit now. <laughs> and then 57% for an audience score, which is like better, but not really compared to like the other audience scores. Like, dude, the fact, okay, the fact that Never Ending Story did better than this <sighs> should really tell you guys a lot. And I do feel really bad that we keep like juxtaposing Never Ending Story into almost every episode to talk about how so shitty something is. <laughs> the least my least favorite of everything that we have done and we've done some movies i didn't care for i know and that's the one that i care for the least <laughs> <laughs> i did not care for that <laughs> um dances with wolves wins best picture um and best director for kevin costner yep. silence of the lambs was the movie that came out in 91 that won the oscar the next year in 92 oh yeah and in, in true 90s form, the Emmys were won by Cheers and L.A. Law. Look, I love Cheers. Okay, that show is hysterical until Kirstie Alley joins. And then it's like a weird, I don't know what the fuck it's trying to be. Money! Yes, money. This film didn't make any. Uh, $25 million for this. Um, mm, so, pitiful. Yeah, not really anything to call home about. But the top grosser for 91 was Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Hell yeah, it was, which we also did not cover. If yeah. anybody wants to request that, I would be just tickled to yeah, if do you guys that want Terminator, Let us know. Yeah, you'd be just tickled to exclude me from that experience. She doesn't want to do it, guys. I would. I would she buy. would not. Terminator's, and she wouldn't do it for Terminator's Transformers Terminator. either. Well, no, I told you I will come on all the Transformers. I just won't do any work. That's fine. That's, that's actually going to be more fun for me. So that's fair. I'll get fucked up and I'll watch the movie and I will appear. But that's yes, it. That's I'm not all taking any ask. notes. I'm not coming up with anything intelligent to say about the plot or the themes. I'm just going to shit on it. That's my I will watch the movie and I'll come in and I'll shit all over it. And that's what the most that you're going to get from me. Except for the first one. For the first one, I'll put in my full effort. Everything else after that, you're just going to get me wasted ranting. Like we're going to yeah. record late. Like I want to come back from downtown. Fuck yeah, dude. That's exactly what I want. No, this is not going to be my best. All right, let's get out of the. Well, okay. First of all, I guess there's no sequels or remakes. LOL. Yeah, 2010, they were saying that there was going to be one and nothing ever happened with that. Are you serious? Yes. And then Warner Brothers was like, oh, we should just make like superhero movies. That's unhinged. And also, I'm trying a different vape, and this one's not as smooth as the other one. It's not kicking it. It's not the one that's not as good. All right. Musings. I just have a couple of things randomly to say, like that were just like before the plot got kicked off that I just mm-hmm. was like, all right. So the mom is canonically 37 years old. Yeah. They say it in the beginning. She has 10,000 kids. Uh huh. Like there's definitely no dad. There's a new boyfriend. She looks like she's 55. Yes, she does. Like 
it's kind of unbelievable that she's supposed to be 37. Like I'm 36. That woman is 20 years older than me Mm -hmm. or else. She totally is. Otherwise you just take Morphia in the opposite direction that I thought I did. No, you're Benjamin (laughs) button in reverse, (laughs) but (laughs) they were calling me a Lindsayman button for my birthday because I turned 26 or whatever. I said I was. Hell yeah. I love that. I love that for you. My favorite part about the movie I, dude, I was watching this. And I was like, Lindsay's going to have something to say about this. Every time. Like, and, <laughs> so, oldest daughter, what's her name? Protagonist? Well. Well? Swell. Swell. Yeah, her name is Swellin. And yeah. they call her Swell, right? Okay. Yeah. Swell is canonically 17 years old. Yes, right? she is. She just graduated high school. Yes, yeah, she did. Uh, and so, which I guess means that her mom had her at 20, which is like, holy shit, right? Yeah. So. So she's 17 and she's just laying on this lawn chair on like the chaise lounge out in the lawn, mm. openly smoking butts yep. and talking shit to her mom. And I was like, my inclination was to be like, this is so ridiculous. Like, are you kidding me? She's no. just laying there like blowing a Marlboro in her mom's face, just like talking shit. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I remember being 17. That's yeah. right. Uh, and That's the right. 90s. Yeah. Plus the 90s. I did this much later where I was just like, fuck you, like smoking a cigarette, just being like, I'm not even here for this. I was maybe a little bit older than that. Um, but oh, my God. And so I basically was like, all right, so this is my life, except my mom wasn't as nice as her and like didn't hire a babysitter for us after I was sad. <laughs> like I, in a million years would not have had childcare in this situation. Like it would have just been like, here's the credit card, like figure it out, which is like that would that's. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially if I was 17. Fucking jokes that there would have been a, a child care person. My mom and dad went on a cruise when I was 14, 15 years old and still hired someone to watch us. And I'm I would like, have been left alone. I was already at boarding school at 14. I was going to say, you weren't even home. Yeah. No, but when I was, like, I used to come home. Like, I guess I had my driver's license at that point because I'd be driving myself back from school. So I must have been 16. But like, yeah, but I was 16, like my sophomore year of high school because I was older. Right. Like I. Right. Didn't you graduate at 18? Yeah, it was my 18th birthday on my high school graduation. Yeah. I was like a year older than everybody. I wasn't held back for the record. <laughs> Not like everyone obviously knows. <laughs> Way too brilliant to have been held back. No, but I was, I was older. Um, it's. So, <laughs> just in case just in case anyone thought i was still back in school it's not um no i was a year older though and um but i definitely wasn't i mean like i would be home all the time when they weren't home my sister was in boarding yeah. school too and we had opposite parents weekends which is like a long weekend in boarding school the parents come up one day and get to like go to class with you and do all your shit with you and like oh, see what like because you don't live there yeah well it's like, since we never see you and since you have no idea what my life is like, like come to All school right. with me for a day. I guess that's fair. I, for the record, was not a teenage girl and did not blow Marlboro's into my mother's face. Scott respected his mother. Well, I did enough not to smoke around her. You didn't smoke. When I, okay, when I turned 18, I was like, it was Black and Mild City for me. Cause I was oh, like, you were smoking a B&M? Yeah, dude. That's precious. I love that for you. Well, when they changed them to wood tips, I was like, these are fucking actually pretty good. And then I found these things called Al Capones, which were small cigarillos uh, wrapped in cognac. And they were the bomb.com. Yeah, we used to smoke a B&M every now and then. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed just the last thing of like, I don't know where to even put this. Like, it doesn't even belong in the rumor requirement. So it's here. But I really liked how 90s it was. Like when she's on her date with her her like boyfriend her high school or oh, brian yeah brian yeah and she says uh that she wants to she's gonna go study fashion design and he's gonna study oceanography, oceanography. And he, goes, he goes i don't know if i want oceanography to be my whole life you know like i'm literally dead like i was dying yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just what? so 90s to be like i'm gonna be an oceanographer it's like we yeah. all wanted to be oceanographers oh, and dolphin dude. trainers Full and fucking stop. veterinarians yeah we all wanted to work at sea world we all want to fuck yeah dude. no oceanography like that sounds right i did i did an oceanography internship in great bay did you really was, what yeah, the fuck fucking dude? 90s it's like a crabbing boat for the summer that's the most amazing thing i've ever heard in my life i did not fucking know that 
No, I did for like a month in the summer as like an internship in high school. I was like on the crab boat being. Oh an my god, dude! I love you. That's so amazing. Holy it was the nineties. Yeah, apparently. Can Something you tell me? <laughs> so anyway, I just I don't know what any of those things have to do with anything. No, they that's don't. my opening to this episode. I don't they know. What super the, don't. This fucking movies crazy. Here's what's like. This is like the most insane part of this movie to me. Like of all the things that happened, this is the most insane thing. Why is your first fucking reaction to think that the rest of the world is going to think that you killed this lady? I was surprised that they didn't kill her. Right. So like, oh, I know. They, okay. So they get, so for those who haven't seen the movie, right. The mom goes on vacation all summer and they're like, are we, and she's like, I've got you a babysitter. And they hire this like crazy old lady and all the kids, there's like five of them, and the, but they're all over 10. Right. And yes. they're all over eight and everybody's stoked for like their crazy summer. And it's like barely the 90s. It's like the 80s. It's still Stranger Things time. Kids are like running around through the neighborhood unsupervised, right? So they're like ready for their unsupervised summer. Mom hires random ass old lady. And then random ass old lady. Turns out to be a drill sergeant, by the way. She's not. She's super nice when she first gets there. And then she turns out to be a fucking like strict stick up her ass drill sergeant bitch. Definitely an umbrage. Yeah. Oh yeah, she is. That's oh, that's a better word. I should yeah, I should use that. I'm rereading Goblet right now, so I'm not. She's, a, she's not in my head yet. Put everything down. I know. Okay, I know. I only read it while I'm painting. Okay. <laughs> Until season three gets announced. Well, no, because it sets it up so that I think it's gonna. I think we're gonna be okay. But it is. There's no way there isn't gonna be a season three. I don't know, man. There's a strike and everything. It's all fine. Well, okay. That's different. That's just stuff no, doesn't that's happen real. right now. That's like what's happening. Like, I don't know what, it, I don't know, but I am unwell. So anyway, um, <laughs> but this old lady just dies. It shocked me that they didn't kill her. I actually expected this movie. Like, I didn't even watch a trailer. I just was like, what is this? We're I had just no going concept. in. I just was like, fuck it. I have no idea what this movie's about. Yeah. But just based on the the title and like the poster or whatever or the clip or the you know what i mean the uh, oh yeah where her legs are up in the air and it's all the kids on the the porch yeah i really expected it to be murder like i thought it would be a lot more like a like one of the kids hits her with a skateboard down the stairs or some shit like yeah yeah, like and they have to cover it up she's just dead and they just like i just can't believe she just dies of natural causes and then they do nothing nothing about it drop her off in front of like the mortuary and drive away and no one. Oh yeah. Like, so <laughs> what? here's the other part that fucking irritates me about this. And it's just like, I understand. And this is, I swear to God, dude, every time I do this, it just makes me think of Matt. It's so the plot can happen. Why would she have all of their money just on her? Oh yeah. The time? whole, like, all the money fucking, for the summer. Yeah. Like why, why did she just fucking on have that? Because that's, why, so that's how this whole happen. plot like kicks off is because they're like, holy shit, dude, we have no fucking money. Yeah, the babies. Well, because they drop the body off. Yeah, they drop it in the mortuary and then they realize she's got the money. They don't have money. Yeah, unbelievable. Like, truly. And Swell's like, fuck, dude, I gotta get a job. Holy shit. And then this is my other favorite part about how things just don't make sense in this movie. She photocopies and slightly alters a uh, example resume, right? And then sends it to this fashion company. And the fashion company is like, this is our fucking golden goose. Get this girl in here right the fuck now. How so crazy. How did no one in HR immediately think we should probably follow up on these recommendations or these um, people? Especially because that was back in the day where like references were a thing that actually, actually got called. called. Yeah, like, references. When's the last the... time anybody had a reference even requested to yeah. apply to a job? I haven't. Like, I see him at the bottom, like, and I put two people, and that's it. And I, I've done that for like a decade, and neither I of those people have been to called. A job that asked for references in years. Yeah, like, it's I, nuts. No, it's like not a thing anymore. Like, was it just the wild west of getting jobs in the '90s that you could just fucking make shit up? Well, it kind of was like the economy was booming, right? Everybody was getting like everybody had like a legitimate job. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. We're still young and working like it was. And but it is crazy that there's not like references and it's it's 
but it's also like before the internet. Well, and that's, that's you know what I mean? Where it's I'm like, like harder I'm to verify. Slightly shit. lenient that they're not going to just be like, hey, Gary, like pull up her stuff from Vassar. Is well, and then but then it kind of turns out that the fashion company isn't like doing that well either. Like she's not exactly working for like Bloomingdale's. Well, yeah, it's, she's you know not working I mean? for like, Coco. It actually turns yeah. out to be crazy. I, like yeah, so <laughs> I just I don't know, but I think it's crazy that they still like like we said like they're not responsible for the death of this old lady, but they don't tell their mom, and I I don't understand why that is. Yeah. Like, why I, wouldn't you call? And then they find out that they have no money and they're like, well, now we definitely can't call because we like abandoned this woman's body at the morgue and just see, ran away. That's the kind of shit that I hate. That's the kind of shit that like in in uh, comedies on TV where it's like, oh, my God, I can't I can't explain this. I don't have my shirt on. And there's this woman in the next room. And if my girlfriend walks in, like. I just have to hide and make this worse. And then instead of just coming out and being like, Hey, I spilled soda on my shirt. She's cleaning it. That's what's going on. There's nothing funny here. I have to make it worse by hiding and, you know, like creating these actual problems that otherwise would never have existed. And that's what the fucking kids do in this movie by not saying anything. Like, dude, I tell you right now, even if I was like the Kenny, who I think is like 15, the oldest brother. Yeah. If I I walked in, and saw my babysitter dead on the ground. My first thought is, holy shit, dude, we need to call somebody. Oh yeah. No, you don't just be like, hide the body. Like that's, yeah. that's the craziest thing is that the movie isn't about like that at all. Manhunt to yeah. find out who killed the old lady. <laughs> right. Like there's no, the cops don't care. Like the fact that that's just not, I, I thought for sure that would be the plot of the yeah. movie of them trying to like not get in trouble for murder. Yeah. I thought for sure, but nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. The plot of the movie is we did a murder that no one cares about and we're ashamed to tell mom and we don't have any money. So we have to get a job and learn what it is to be an adult in order to not die until mom gets here. And they're paying the electricity. I mean, it's like, they're yeah. like fully responsible uh, for the finances. And, and then more to your point, like the electricity wasn't being paid by mom and the babysitter had all that money. Like for, yeah, that's, like, you know, Come presumably on, like dude. a mortgage, like on her person, like what the fuck? So I well, just, <laughs> you're gone that long and you don't set stuff up with like the bank or the fucking like electric months, company. Dude. Yeah. It's not even, it's just, it's just crazy that like all the finances were in this woman's hands and she just carried all the money with her on her person. It's yeah. like totally unhinged. And like the fact that they are like, the stakes are so much higher than if they'd killed someone. The stakes oh, are starving. Yeah, like there's starving. literally a the scene in this where it's no like, food. Yeah, they're young. Like there's these children are like like this is like abuse. Like these they needed food. Like she yeah. comes home from like her the date with the burger guy or whatever, and he's like, Oh, I have this extra food. And she's like, Oh, thank God, we're starving. Yeah. Like we don't have any food in the house. Like I the stakes are so much higher when they could it's like the fucking hunger games. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, how is it the hunger games? And then she just and while it's the Hunger Games at home with five children, she just walks out of the crappy burger job because she like doesn't want to clean and just walks out with no backup. Okay, to be fair, though. I would have done the same thing like I would never like with no backup job. There's a family of five to feed and you have no money and the electricity is going to get shut off. No, she's not thinking like that. She's thinking this is degrading and I am an independent woman and fuck this. Dude, that's crazy. So that's some crazy like mid-pandemic no. fucking logic. Oh, I know. Just, like walking I know. out of your job with no backup is yeah, absolutely. Like no, like me now. Like if that was going on, absolutely not. I would not leave. No, I would make sure no. Zuko had food forever. It doesn't matter what I'm doing; he's good to go. But I can understand her being like, "This is fucking ridiculous. I'm getting the hell out of here," which is again another catalyst to for her to like i'm gonna lie and make this resume and then i'm gonna get a better job and then david Duchovny and this bitch at the front desk are gonna screw my life up trying to hunt her down yeah like what the fuck dude unreal dude yeah so then she goes and like okay but then also real quick liza minnelli steals their car sure does like does that ever come back in the plot (laughs) <laughs> so mom just doesn't it's just fine it's like the car's no. gone live well, so it was it. the babysitter's car it wasn't even the mom's car oh, it was the oh, babysitter's that's why car. it doesn't matter okay yeah. that's why so it doesn't come back okay i didn't track that i was kind of like wait but also like why is liza minnelli in this movie She's, the car got stolen by drag queens it's, like and that actually was <laughs> liza minnelli wasn't it yeah i'm pretty it just, sure it was yeah like what the fuck like it was amazing it was truly amazing like michael you're such 
such an angel for having us watch this movie. Like, what the fuck? It was I was like, I was dying. I'm like, Eliza. Yeah. I actually I don't think that was her. Is it not? Is it just somebody like cosplaying her? Uh yeah, it was. It wasn't the Wild. real Liza Minnelli. Even weirder. Curious. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're like, dude, Liza Minnelli stole our Buick. <laughs> like, it was just the weirdest part of this movie was when that happened and they yeah. lose the car. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I don't. Um, God damn it. <laughs> I really yeah. wanted her to just like not go to college and get like at that point in the movie when she first gets the next job. Right. So she she goes with her like crazy fake resume. She gets this job at the fashion place. And I really wanted her to not go to college, like get really talented at forging documents and like pretend that she had a oh, degree I know. from Vassar and just like run Bloomingdale's. Yeah. I really wanted that fuck? to be how the movie ends. Like this somehow ends with based on a true story. And it's like, holy shit. What? Yeah, she, like, <laughs> it's like, catch me if you can. Yeah, like she becomes, like, like, she becomes Leonardo edition. DiCaprio in fashion. Yeah, I would be super <laughs> here for that. Like, She's flying somewhere and Leo's her pilot. Like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> I would have loved that outcome. And I know that that would have meant there's, like, no lesson. No, there's the there's movie. absolutely or, like, nothing moral. to learn from there. Well, okay, I mean, so here's there my. There is in the way that it actually happened. But well, I okay, wanted but it to that's... be this other way that would have had. I wanted it to end yeah. where she actually takes the job. Yeah, I would have liked for her to take the job. I really would have liked that. She's I don't, I don't fucking get that. Here's the other thing that's fucking wild about this shit. <laughs> At absolutely no point does she ever face repercussions from stealing from petty cash. No, that's right. She gets away with it entirely. Yep. And meanwhile, the younger siblings are like buying like entertainment systems with it okay real talk dude you guys want to talk about something that pissed me off in this movie so bad is the brother buying the fucking ring for his girlfriend i have never wanted to smack someone in the fucking face so bad watching one of these movies since we started this show these kids Holy did not shit. understand the extremely high stakes of this film well okay so the other thing that blows my mind is swell is just kind of like what the fuck what the fuck she doesn't like lose her shit. She doesn't like go off on them or tell like, what the fuck you guys? Like, it's just. She's pissed, but yeah, she's not like out of hand. Yeah. I would be fucking. Oh my God. I'd be a different person. I'd be. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like I need to be exercised. It just, there's no, there's no way. First of all, Kenny buying the stereo system is the one thing that I do understand. But then it turns around, and right after this is when What's-His-Face falls off the fucking roof. Oh, I've really enjoyed this turn. This is when things turned into, like, I was like, all right, actually, I really like the way this is going. Yeah, because uh, then she's, like, learning shit, which... Well, and so did Kenny, right? Because Kenny... it's So it's one of the younger siblings, like, 10 or something, falls he off the roof. He tells him to go up to the roof to fix the... Uh, uh, the antenna. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was surprised that the hospital bill wasn't part of the plot. I actually really thought that the hospital bill was going to be a problem and it wasn't. But they are kids uh, and they are on their mom. So they probably, that probably got sent to the house later. Yeah. The bills probably came late. Yeah. That's right. I probably didn't have to pay that day. I don't know, man, fucking America. But, uh, <laughs> what a joke. But yeah, I was surprised that that wasn't a bigger problem. And then, um, or like that they even knew how to use insurance. Like I was like, oh, we're in Bizarro America. Yeah, we're where in. You actually have healthcare. Got yep, it. Yep. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was wishful thinking. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a cool turn because then he becomes very like he's really sorry and he's like, no, I should have been a better like dad. And that's when she yeah. comes in and says, I am her mom, and starts pretending to be parents to the kids like in public, yeah. which is like an interesting turn. And I really yeah. like this. Like she brings the groceries and she like sets the little brother up with the Cosmo quiz with the little girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I love this. <laughs> I forgot about that shit. Oh my and I God. Thought, I thought at this point in the movie, like my note was like, okay, so, and my notes are always weird on movies I haven't seen before. Right. Where yeah. I'm like, have so many questions. Right. <laughs> and, um, but, uh, 
I really thought that this would be heading to a thing where she has to have like a real lesson about being nicer to her mom. And she kind of doesn't No, Like there's not really a part of the plot. That's like, Oh, I really have learned to appreciate my mom. It just is more the mom being like, Oh, I see that. I probably shouldn't have got you a babysitter. You're right. You can yeah, hold it down. She's like, like, I was- uh, maybe I don't hire someone who's like three days away from meeting the crib keeper. Holy shit. Like she, like she swell definitely learns a lot and grows as a character enormously, but she doesn't, rapid she doesn't have any kind of resolution with her mom her mom's like giving her shit when she first gets there and she's like no mom fuck you like this is my my work function that you're blowing up right now because the mom comes home in the middle of this like she's like what the fuck is going on it's it's like swells like saving the day with this crazy fashion show fashion show over the pool by the way which i thought was lit it's so cool yeah they set this whole thing up and she's like i i don't know i don't know that that came any kind of full circle the way it was supposed to no, but, the uh, only thing we know is what's her face joanna gets uh her boss joanna gets is like or joanna cassidy sorry joanna cassidy is like oh my god you saved our fucking lives like we're totally for some reason somehow just from this one fashion show gonna be totally okay it's the 90s you solved all of our problems would you like a permanent job i don't give a shit that you just lied to me for the last like however fucking many months and that you're 17 yeah and that you're just seven goddamn teen. for yeah. her for being 17 right oh well that's so that's the other thing that i'm not so sure that she believed that because it came from her assistant and david duchovny and she was like dude you need to shut the fuck up okay what you're doing is pathetic and you're trying to out this girl who's doing a great job yeah, but then she admits it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because she does tell her when she tells everybody. Yeah, yeah. at first her boss is kind of like, stop trying to fuck with me. Because David Duchovny, et cetera, try to say she's stealing from petty cash, which she was. And they're trying to bust her. And then the boss doesn't believe that and tells him to go screw. But uh, then Swell like admits it when she's she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. She's like up at the microphone yeah. and it's just like, I can't handle this. And gives herself up. And I am so surprised that she does decide that she wants to go to college. Like, I I was really shocked by that. I really didn't think that's what was going to happen. But I did like how the boss said, you know, I went to Vassar. Like, I can set you I up. I can with hook you up with some people. Like, yeah. I can make the thing that you said was you real. Yeah. And you can, like, actually do these things. And I was like, oh, okay. Like. I did also like, if we're talking about things that do get resolved. Because there are a couple things that we don't get resolutions on. Like her learning any kind of lesson about her mom yeah Um, mom has nothing to do with just yeah the mom's like well my daughter's a raging bitch and now she's a liar that's cool um (laughs) (laughs) um but maybe i just don't hire a babysitter she seems responsible now whatever the i lost my train of thought fucking uh you're gonna say the thing that did like that some threads didn't get closed but some did yeah, I know. And I fucking completely forget. Oh, the one that I did really like that did get closed was uh, uh, Boss Lady's boyfriend getting outed as a scumbag. Oh, yeah, totally. I like yeah, that. I did yeah. like that because a lot of times it's just like you don't see him get caught. Like one of Matt and my favorite movie is old school. And the whole time he's trying to um, uh, Luke Wilson's trying to prove that the main love interest boyfriend was cheating on her. And then you don't find out until the very end of the movie. She's like, I finally caught Mark and it wasn't pretty. And it's like, why didn't we fucking see that? Like, you're just like, you're just here that's now. Like the point of the movie. I yeah. also love old school. That's a great movie. That is a great movie. We have to keep our composure. <laughs> old school Will Ferrell, man. Yep. That's on the Shrinking. list. <laughs> Every time I get, <laughs> I get been to the gymnasium. Bring your green hat. Um, I did really. I also liked back to the movie. Uh, I liked the husband and wife dynamic with the oldest siblings. Like they actually had the arc yeah. that gets closed the best because they have like a lot of fighting and like, like we said, he's probably like fifteen, she's seventeen. Like they're maybe he's even sixteen. Like he they're might pretty be. close. Yeah, age. they're pretty close. Yeah, and they're like definitely the adults, right? Yeah, he's like at home, and it's too funny because he takes on like the wife tropes while she takes on the husband tropes because she's working and he's at home with the kids and yeah. he like learns how to make dinner. And they have this like huge fight about like she wants to come home to a meal and he just wants her to be around more. And they'd have this like really stereotypical husband and wife fight. And it's like so fucking funny. And then he like and he feels so bad when the youngest one gets like, falls off the roof. And like, yeah, I, I liked their done. They had the best little arc together. The, they the did. And I 
I think like one of the things I really liked the most is that this wasn't just a like haha funny like comedy whatever like no one learns anything kind of thing. This was like no like consequences fucking you meet your consequences. And sort like, of, except for for murder and like in proper Dude, they didn't body. murder her though. She's yeah, just but you know what? After man. the way they the way they handled that situation, well, they okay, might yeah. as well have. And then also, like, if you guys don't pay attention to the credits and you just turn it off when the movie ends or whatever, which I totally don't fault you for, because plenty of people do that now. Except idiots that get up in the movie theater and leave before a Marvel movie. So I don't know what that's about. You guys are nuts. <clears throat> there is a little bit of a payoff for what happens to the old woman these she does get buried at that cemetery and all it says on her headstone is nice old lady or it says it's whatever the box said that they dropped her it's off just, it's just like nice old lady died of natural causes. died of natural causes yeah and it's like <laughs> and they just like put that on the gravestone and they, bury her like yeah. it's just like it is <laughs> like, so what? nuts she's like literally in an unmarked grave yeah like i just it's 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 just genuinely unbelievable like i just can't i just i don't just i don't even know what else to say about this movie like it was just i kind of want my head this is the most like beat for beat this is what happened in the movie review that we've done it kind of is yeah really long time uh since we discovered that that makes for like five hour episodes and um we're only 45 minutes into this and wait, that was the most like this movie is like really straightforward, like the most obvious kind of tropes, the most standard. Like it's yeah. it's a little bit weird doing these requests and going back to this part of film history in like the in the eighties, early nineties. Like it feels mu- that because it's ninety one, it feels much more like the eighties than anything else from the nineties because it's that early part of the decade, and it's like really interesting. Like having spent so much time there doing this kind of movie where they were like, oh well, it's you know these were all the archetypes right everything in the 80s right. was like very tropey and now that we're getting into the 90s we're starting to see some sort of subversion of that kind of stuff in film history and mm. we're just going to see more and more and more of that as we go and it's weird to then back it back like back the truck up back to this again and yeah. be like this fucking shit was crazy can you believe there was like 20 years where movies were like this uh, yeah, so I I didn't realize I'm realizing now as you're saying it, but like it definitely does feel like this was still the 80s. Oh, Nothing totally. about the this, outfits, like, everything yeah. about it's very 80s. It's only 1991. It's 80s as fuck. No, I know, but like even by this point, like Terminator 2 doesn't feel like an 80s movie to me. Like I know the Terminator 2. No, I know the Terminator 2 took takes place in the 90s. Like that's just it's just like weird to me. I would have bet 89 if you had to make me pick a year that that movie mm. came out. Before today, I was at eighty nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I this this one does feel very eighties. It's the the outfits, the clothes are yeah. big, like focus in the movie, and they're definitely very eighties. She looks great, by the way. If we haven't said enough about Christina Applegate, she really, it, like pulls it together to go to work. Like she takes that shit seriously, mm-hmm. and she like looks like a grown up, like more than Cher would have in Clueless. Oh, a hundred percent. Looks yeah. like an adult. Um. In, as, in as much as anyone did in, in the 80s. Um, but she really, like, collects herself to go into work. Like, she plays the role well. She looks great. So here's the other thing that, like, I, like, the only explanation we get for why the receptionist hates Swell is because she was up for that spot. Right. Like, right, 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 right. And they're like, fuck her. We're going to bring on you. You're great. You were, you were, like, the head buyer at Bloomingdale. She's like, Rachel Green. Yeah. And I'm like, no. All and then that's why. It's like, that's it. Like, that's the only reason you want to ruin this girl is because you lost this job, which I get or whatever. Cause it's like, it's the nineties or whatever, but I don't know that just that one part of it was just kind of like, you're kind of like a bitch just to have just for this movie to have a villain. Like, but we have two villains. We have the asshole boyfriend who's like actively hitting on swell, which I would have loved for him to have been there when he realized, or when, I would have loved to have them to have shown a, fi- a thing where he realizes she's only seventeen. <laughs> he was there. We see him. No, I know, but like nothing happens about it. Oh no! Except, no, it's just like barely. Yeah. Yeah. It's he doesn't he doesn't receive any kind of consequence except that he's turned down by her boss. Like he ends up alone. So I true. guess that counts. He does end up alone. That's very very true. Yeah. 
sucks though, dude. What an asshole. I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh my God. But like, I think like at the end of the day, and we said it a minute ago, but genuinely like the thing that really bothers me about this is that she does go to school. Like at no point would anybody I know be like, sure, let me take this surefire job and put it on the back burner for four oh, yeah, years. To like go to college. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. I, th- I really thought she was going to keep the job. Like it seemed like a good job. Like, at least, you know, she was just going to go to the, like, community college anyway. Yeah, that's what like, she says in the beginning. She's talking to Brian. Job. Yeah, I would keep the job. I, w- I mean, I would do both. Like, you could take night classes. Like, I would just Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. why not do both? She says she knows people at Vassar. She can work there while she's going to school. Like, what the you fuck? Can't, you can't go to Vassar and work at the place. That's You can go to the community college and take a couple classes, but you can't have work a full-time job and go to Vassar. All not right. in the 90s. Remember, this is like, I mean, not that this doesn't still exist now, but it's like, this was before hybrid anything. This is like the traditional yeah. college experience. Like, the the greatest thing in the world, right? The traditional college yeah. campus experience. This is when that was like, everybody did it if you graduated high school in 19 fucking 90 you went to a four-year like you did this everybody did they all you know pretty much everybody did it was a lot cheaper it was this is like a different time it's 30 years ago so you don't not if you're from like a pretty well-off ish family of any ish at all even fucking approximating it yeah you graduate high school in 1991 you are and you go to vassar you're not working um (laughs) But she wasn't going to go to Vassar. She was going to go sign up for classes. She wasn't even sure about it. I really thought this would turn into her being like, no, mom, I've learned responsibility and I have a full-time job and I make $40,000 a year and I'm going to continue to do that and figure it out. <laughs> I would have absolutely, I'm yeah. shocked that that's not what happened. It honestly would have been a great deal. She was doing a, an awesome job at the job. She was. I, loved I she think she blew off her stuff and they were like, oh, you're delegating. Good job. I was like, yeah, yeah. bitch. That's how it's done. Well, and then she's like, take everything one one thing at a time. And I'm like, right, okay, but that's only going to work until people start picking up that she has no fucking clue what's going on around here. Yeah, that actually I I actually think that's a really good point because she does say when she like gets overwhelmed and admits to lying, she says like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like yeah. I think you're right that that may she may not have been able to keep it up for very long. She was getting yeah. like 2 months at a new job going on good faith and some bullshit and like yeah. some good ideas, sure. And yeah. like maybe she planned on quitting, like, <clears throat> I don't know, after the mom came back. Like, she would have had to, right? Like, she would have had to quit the job because the mom would have been like, what are you fucking doing all day? I don't know. Unless she planned on saying, hey, I got a job and it's sick and I'm going to continue to do it. Like, I, I think yeah. that absolutely the movie could have gone that way. It just sort of didn't, you know? Yeah. Um, But there's there's no particular reason why it couldn't have. But except that that wasn't the I guess the lesson was no I'm supposed to just be a kid let me just be a kid yeah which I guess great I guess that's fine um, but still like I don't know that just that part kind of like rubbed me the wrong way it was weird I didn't expect that from it and I guess it's because like I don't know I hadn't seen the movie I just kind of thought it was going a different direction so it's it's interesting that that's not what happened uh, send us feedback and let us know what you guys think like is it weird that we just let it know. happen like that like yeah like. yeah like is it great like should the movie have been different i don't know i thought it was pretty wild that that's how this went down to be honest no um i will say this though it's time for the rumor requirement it is somehow we're already there and i think it's because there's just there's not a lot going on in this one it's pretty it's straightforward but it was enjoyable so the most important thing is actually the longest rumor requirement little note that i have um so the film was originally written with Winona Ryder in mind to play Swell. Which 80s Queen. 80s Queen. Right. Would have been a little she'd been a little bit old for this. She would have. So that's the other thing that's really interesting about this. Um she actually declined the role in order to work on both Edward Scissorhands and Mermaids. Two movies that like skyrocketed her into notoriety, even beyond Beetlejuice. The role was then passed to Justine Bateman, who, for those of you who are fans of the show Psych, will know her as Victoria, Carlton Lasseter's ex-wife. Love that show. Um, before she actually opted to leave the movie for unknown reasons. Like, everywhere I looked, I tried to figure out why the fuck she was, like, not part of this. And fucking, I couldn't find anything. 
Um, and then it was then handed to Christina Applegate after Ed O'Neill, uh, her married with children co-star told one of the producers about Christina Applegate, uh, who O'Neill knew as a friend. And that's how she ended up getting it. Christina Applegate was 22 at the time this movie came out and had to put on weight to look 17 or no, I'm sorry. She had to lose a ton of weight to look 17 and then had to put it all back on to continue working on married with children because she got extended on the show. Yikes. Yeah. Um, and here's something this, so the next little thing is actually really funny that you had never seen this movie because I feel like the title of the film does give a shitload of stuff in the wrong, like it does lead you in the wrong direction. Yeah. The, the movie was originally supposed to be called the real world. Which is like yeah, that the helped. That's perfect better. title. Yeah, absolutely. It's a perfect title. But it was changed because MTV's reality TV show with the same name had actually just aired and was picking up notoriety, which sucks. Um, well, I already said the mom has no name. She's never mentioned at all. Something that I actually noticed before I even started reading this was that the movie is filled with tons of audio mixing errors. Like there are tons of points in the movie where someone's talking and what they're saying doesn't match what their lips are saying. I didn't notice. Oh, dude, I picked it up immediately. Like when the car gets stolen by the drag queens, swell goes shit. But the audio makes her say Liza. And it's like, your mouth doesn't make the same fucking motions when you say shit and Liza. So obviously that's just fucking weird. Not even at all. But the one that stood out to me the most is at the beginning when her friends are there and like, Oh my God, this summer is going to be so great. Um, And they're leaving the kitchen. None of their mouths are moving. (laughs) It's just, they're just leaving the room that had to have been something that was fucking changed like later on. And I was like, that's so awful. No wonder people hate this movie. Well, yeah, it's very late, late 80s, early 90s. People are just like, fuck it. No one's going to notice this. And I'm over here with like binoculars noticing all of this shit. I'm like making dinner. Like, what is this fucking shit? Yeah, you're like, holy crap. This is insane. Wait, what? (laughs) Liza (laughs) Minnelli? Holy shit. Wait, what's happening? And then I got like really invested in it. Like at first I was like, God, fucking God. Good omens, like fucking nightmare. Oh like, just quit the podcast, and then I was like, oh, wait, "This is actually really cool. Like, this movie's fucking crazy." Which nine times out of ten is the experience, and then one time true. out of ten, it's the fucking never-ending story, man. And then it's like, yeah, I will say we are four for four on request the timeline that they've all been bangers. Oh yeah, we've all had we've had fun in all of our requests. Yeah, that's for sure. Very I think very got true. More than four now. Nope. Milo and Otis, Gremlins two, Titanic, and this makes four. I guess that's true. I guess yeah. we have other we have more we have others whatever. coming up. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's um, it. Yeah, we are we are four for four on these. It has been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep sending your requests in, guys. Please Let us know what you want to see because we'll watch whatever unhinged shit you want us to. Mm-hmm. Um, which this definitely is that. Um, it absolutely falls on it. The, that's probably the best way to describe this was unhinged. Like that's absolutely. the only it's thing. It's one I of my think. favorite things that Gen Z has started saying. Yeah. Right? adopted it's <laughs> a great anyway i have two more fucking room requirement things and then i'm gonna fucking we're getting out of here all right <laughs> yeah um so this one is more just for me no one's really ever gonna notice this except for me but um one of the pictures on swell's desk is of one of the kids melissa played by danielle harris the picture is actually of danielle harris which was taken directly from the set of halloween for the return of michael myers did that come out in 90, like before 91? Yeah, 1988. That's crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. The other thing that people our age will actually appreciate is everyone will more likely know Danielle Harris as the voice of Debbie Thornberry, the moody older sister of Eliza from Nickelodeon's smash hit, The Wild Thornberries. Fucking get it. Yeah. I love the Wild Thornberries. Fuck yeah, I wish dude. there was so much more of it. I loved that show. I used to, dude, her dad and the fact that it's Tim Curry, just, I fucking, like, oh, he lies off. <laughs> like, I just, I love him so much. Uh, <laughs> and then the last thing is Keith Coogan, for you Disney fans, who plays the oldest brother, Kenny, in the film, was also the voice of young Todd on the Fox and the Hound. Um, 
It, but that movie has dogs in it, so we didn't do it. It's true. We did. If you'd like to request it. us to go back and do any of the cat and dog movies from Disney, we may or may not agree to do that. I mean, we did Milo and Otis, and that was rough, you guys. Yeah, but that's <laughs> like, different than doing the Fox. It's honest to God. If somebody yeah. Well, you know what was the other request? Our first request before we even had that feature on the website was for 101 Dalmatians to back up. That's very true. Okay. Yeah. We did have that, and we did back up to 101 Dalmatians. So yeah, that's our proto request the timeline. If you want us to do one of those, we will, but not Dumbo. I'm not doing Dumbo, and I'm not doing Oliver and Company. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, those I'm are the, not that's the line. Yeah, that's the line, the guys. Lines, guys. Well, I'll do Aristocats, but I'm not. I would do the Aristocats. I would do Aristocats, yeah. I wouldn't like it, but I would do it. But I won't do Oliver and Company, and I won't do. Yeah, I won't do uh, Dumbo. <sighs> God anyway. Damn it. Anyway, what did you give this movie? I'm actually I'm excited to see what you gave this movie because you had never seen this before. Yeah, I'm gonna pull it out of my ass even as we speak. I didn't I didn't write it down, and I I guess it's like really hard to say. Actually, this is kind of one of the harder ones I think to rate because it's like objectively pretty bad, but I I really enjoyed it more than like some of the the objectively good movies that we've done. I I enjoyed this more than like. The in- I'm, uh, uh, I liked it better than Indiana Jones's. I really funny. like in terms of like my ability to like sit and be like I follow the plot and I'm entertained by this. Like I thought it was better than Indiana Jones, <laughs> like which I can't follow the plot in that movie. My brain turns off and it says there's nothing here for you. Um, <laughs> it's just just like I'm, you have to get you. like take a rest. There's no, I've, even when I'm actively trying to take notes and pay attention and review an Indiana Jones movie, my brain yeah. is just like I'm sorry, sweetie, we can't. <laughs> like, like but i i think i would honest to god i think i'm I'm given this like a 7.3 like i thoroughly enjoyed this movie i don't know how to i don't i don't know what to say it was so bad but it was but i was just like you know what i also i want to be an oceanographer too but i, don't, <laughs> I want it to be my whole life you know like i, <laughs> I want to be an great. oceanographer too I thought it was fucking great. I don't have a villain rating because I don't think there was one. The parts where people were trying to be nefarious is the part that my brain was like, no. You guys are just dicks. (laughs) I was just like, whatever to these bitches. But no, I I, I gave it a 7.3. What did you give this movie? Honestly, dude, like I actually have to give it like a seven just because like I on this sounds so bad. You guys, this is never until we get to a movie with Kat Dennings. You will never hear me say this again, but I am giving this four points just because of how knockout gorgeous Christina Applegate is. I'm here for it. I'm really here for like an important part of this podcast to be our objectification of the actors, even whilst I get feminist rants, nine out of 10 movies. I mean, we did did it every single Indiana Jones, every single Indiana Jones. Jones (laughs) That's true. Have you seen that clip of him recently? Who's like, I was blessed with this body. Yeah. Just like, I'm like, oh my God. Hey, you know what I think is funny though, is how hot old men are right now. Uh, I agree. There's so many thirst trap videos of David Tennant. Oh yeah. And like Pedro and like, there's all these, all these. Dude, like, there's a whole SNL skit about Pedro Pascal being a thirst dad on TikTok, And all the kids are making videos of him at the school assembly. <laughs> I loved that SNL episode was fucking Dude, incredible. that was so good. It's the last episode that I watched. That was when Last of Us was out. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. But no, I just really, I'm obviously getting like my TikTok, like the algorithm understands me. So it's like, we understand oh, yeah. that you would like to have good omens and only good omens. And that's fine. <laughs> and we can provide that to you for now. And it's completely reset itself. It's like, I, all right, we're taking a break from Taylor. Okay. And um, oh no. so I have like exclusive, <laughs> so I have exclusively good omens. And like, it's, and now it's like, you know, what else we think you'd like is David Tennant. There's traps. Would you like that? I'm like, oh, yes, I, I would China. Thank you so much. I all my data. <laughs> I would like that thirst trap of David Tennant. Half the reason I want you to finish the season is so I can send you the fucking TikToks, man. I'm saving them. I'm like, I know. Them. so good. They're so, so, so good. They're so funny. Um, I just anyway. love this whole conversation with Fax or with Shax where he's like, she's like, is there anything I should know? Frozen peas. Frozen peas. What? So you feed ducks. They love them and they're good for them. And I got to say that yesterday in a text thread to my Love family. It, it was Love awesome. It. That's how much the show is interfering or like influencing my life. It's a, it was, I'm 
I love this for you. There's so many great things. The I'm sorry dance was my favorite. Oh my God. I almost, <laughs> I dude, I had right. to pause right. it. I was wrong and you were right. No, I had to do it for you in 1623, 1780, and 1941. All right. 1941. And he's like so pissed. He's yeah. like listening to the mouth. He's like, 1640. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Need to, oh my God. The ineffable husbands. I'm so in love with them. Dude. Guys, go watch Good Omens. Like, it's so fire. And if we all watch it, we can get a season three and I won't have to kill myself. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> uh, no, wait. Too. I I haven't. I ha- the only time I think that I have been more inconsolable after something on TV or a movie than I was for the Good Omens season two finale was when Christina Yang left uh, Seattle. Christina, Christina and, and Meredith's last scene together. Yeah. That was the hardest I've ever cried at the TV. I cried harder then <laughs> than at Toy Story 3. But I think it goes Christina leaves Gray Sloan, Toy Story 3, the Good Omen season two finale. I shit you not. It's right under Toy Story 3. I bawled. Oh I was not okay. Okay. Go order Panda Express so that you can. Oh, wait. Take us out. Sorry. No, you take we didn't us finish out here, the podcast. You've got stuff coming up. Oh, yeah, because probably Scott's not going to be there. So, okay, thanks, as always, for joining us tonight, guys. Um, We hope you enjoyed yourself and maybe even learned likely not a lot tonight. (laughs) Um, Join us next week. We're going to do an exciting collaboration with the It's Neat pod. So if you guys haven't listened to them, check them out. They're awesome. So uh, Scott will likely not be there, but I will be there, and we're going to be doing uh, Strictly Ballroom. So we're going to be doing... uh, a few different collaborations with those guys. So check that out. We're super, super excited for that for next week. And then the following week, we'll have Matt back on to do everybody, <laughs> everybody's favorite Batman and Robin. So join us for that. That'll be pretty unhinged. Uh, I'm looking forward to that episode. Um, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on social media. You can find the links for our sites and social media in the episode description. And if you want to support the podcast, follow us on Patreon. You can find the show notes for each episode on the Patreon at any level. Um, And we also have the timeline on the Patreon. Now, if you want to check out what's coming, Mm -hmm. that's at any level on the Patreon. Uh, So check out the website, too, for all the timeline goodies, including request the timeline just like this. Let us know what you want to see. We will make it happen wherever you want us to back us up or skip ahead. If you guys want to see it, send us a request on the website. Uh, Until then, stay nerdy.